Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. sun's going down in midnight Texas and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Midnight Texas series. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lee. And I'm Max Parson. And today we're reading chapters 25 through 31 of Midnight Crossroad, the first book in the Midnight Texas series. Previously, the Midnighters begin investigating Aubrey's murder. And by investigating the murder, I mean jumping a couple of Nazis in an alley <laughs> and doing arson to cover up a totally different set of murders. <laughs> You know, we thought Suki's investigatory methods were wild, and in walks Midnight like, hold my beer. <laughs> in fact, so far the only one who seems to be making actual investigatory progress is Arthur Smith, the actual police officer. I feel like my world is turned upside down here. <laughs> we met some of the <clears throat> unusual night customers of Midnight Pond, and learned about some of the other locals, like the Rev, who is definitely aware, and Mr. Snuggly, who is Apparently a talking cat. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm into midnight. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Chapter 25. Manfred gives Creek a ride to Davy to get a haircut. But I want to point out that we, when we find Manfred, he's at it again, this time conning a lonely old man out of his, I assume, fixed income checks. Probably. Yes. I don't know if he's actually good at this because he's like, uh, yeah, go to church or something. Yeah. I mean, that, that might work for an 85-year-old whatever man, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, then he gets a call from Creek, the hot local high schooler. I want to keep stressing that. She's not a high schooler anymore. She graduated like a month ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she's yes. ready. Yeah. But ugh. but she continues to be very mysterious. So Connor, we find out, her little brother is on a restricted diet. I think he's a sea monster. Oh. Because there's got to be a sea monster in so just, every yeah, series, So he's just like a right? tentacle, and then right, like yeah. the tentacles yeah, going out the door. Yeah, like, one in the Suki series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're restricted, because they're right near the Rio Frio, Rio Frio The whatever. Rio Roca Frio. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right, the and, Cold Rock River. Yeah. yeah. And the, yeah, so that makes sense. Because yeah, he snakes up. He's a, yeah, he's the, Connor is the tip of a tentacle. Uh-huh. Yeah. That uh-huh. snakes down out and all the way down to the, the Cold Rock River. Yeah. Right? It yeah. has to be cold to keep for the sea monster. Sure, sure. And then presumably all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico, where the rest of his body is. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they don't get specific, but they say restricted diet. I mean, he's clearly just eating, like, what? Algae? What do tentacles eat? They filter algae, yeah. Yeah, out yeah. Out there of the you water. go. Yeah, they just dump seawater on him. <laughs> it's fine. They never explicitly say that the door to the outside closes while he's there. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that we can assume that it's always open. Because well, it's always, and everybody's like, why is this door not closing? I don't know why. Well, he works in a convenience store, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you know how like it always makes a sound when the door opens and closes? Yeah. Have they ever mentioned that sound being made? No, that's a then very good point. the door always open. <laughs> So now the question is, is, uh, what's her name? Creek? Creek. Is Creek also a tentacle? And if so, is she a tentacle of the same sea monster? I would guess that the whole family, okay, no, no. The whole family is different tentacles of the same sea monster, right? Mm -hmm. The dad, Creek, and Connor are all, and that's, I mean, we'll we'll talk about this later, but that's why they're so weird about being photographed. (laughs) Because like anyone outside of midnight would be like, that's a fucking tentacle. I thought I took a picture of the Connor family, but uh, but it's just these tentacles. That's all that I see. Yeah. Uh, Her so, name is Creek. That's a pretty good name for a tentacle. I mean, it's yeah, definitely water centered, right? That's where yeah, that's where the body, her, the rest of her body is. Yeah, <laughs> I named it after my favorite place, the Creek. <laughs> I mean her. Sorry, her. <laughs> 
Yeah, she, she, so Creek is asking for a ride to the Cut and Curl with Kay uh, for some reason. And um, he's like, yeah, I'll give you a ride. But then when uh, he picks her up, uh, or when, when, it, when it, she responds, she calls him Mr. Bernardo. And I was like, oh, dude. Oh. Come on, man. Yep. Yep. And the question is, why didn't she go to college? Yet another mystery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But uh, this, that, that conversation up to Davey was, uh, to me, pretty awkward. But I guess for Manfred, that was considered a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after he runs his errands, he brings her a blizzard from Dairy yeah. Queen. Uh-huh. Uh, which I'm guaranteed panty dropper right there, right? That's the good stuff. Yeah. In fact, I think that's actually the slogan for Dairy Queen, right? Like, oh, yeah. The, come, come, come on in today for a blizzard. Guaranteed panty dropper. <laughs> <laughs> Bring her a blizzard when you just got to get it in or something like that. <laughs> and they did the, they, they held it upside down to show that it doesn't drop, but those panties will. <laughs> Again, the, the Dairy Queen slogan. <laughs> Our blizzard doesn't drop, but those panties will. <laughs> Dairy Queen. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, he, he, he randomly chose a Butterfinger blizzard for her. What do you think about that? Oh, those are great. I love them. The, the Butterfinger one? Top tier, absolutely. Really? Yeah, um, Really? Yeah. I always thought a Butterfinger is kind of like a B-list candy. No. it. Well, okay. okay so you, but, It's not a candy you eat, right? Yeah. Nobody should. Right. It, right <laughs> it's not made for that, clearly. Yeah. You crush it up and you put it in other things. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, if you eat it yourself, you'll you'll regret your decision immediately, right? Yeah. But mm. but exactly. But combined with another thing, it's got these flavors that come together oh. perfectly. Yeah, it's, it's like okay. it's made to be destroyed and put into a blizzard. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, you could think of it like a concentrate. You like you wouldn't want to drink like uh, you know like concentrated what uh, antimatter, for example. <laughs> <laughs> but you mix it with some matter. A really good example. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for grounding it for all of us. <laughs> uh, but you just mix that with some matter, and everything's great. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. I'm not too sure about that analogy, but really, really got to get this moving. So. <laughs> Anyway. No, no, no. One last question. Yes. What's your go-to uh, blizzard order? Uh, for food or for... Blizzard. The, the, the oh, dessert. blizzard, blizzard. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it would probably be either uh, a Butterfinger or a, a um, Reese's peanut Reese's, butter. Yeah. yeah I would yeah. say Reese's probably number one, but Butterfinger right behind. I would not be unhappy with the Butterfinger. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay. In, in fact, when I read this, I immediately uh, craved it and then <laughs> yeah. went to... I didn't go to Dairy Queen because, uh, you know, you don't do that unless you're on a road trip. It's a rule. But... Um, <laughs> But uh, we we went to the ice cream place down the way and got a peanut butter ice cream thing. Yeah, I, you know I've, I've mentioned this before, but about once every two years, my body starts to crave those steak fingers from Dairy Queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I, it's like a chemical thing. Like yeah. I gotta I gotta yeah. have it. You know? yeah. Yeah. Oh no, am I pregnant? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But but and then I get there and I I go, it's a compulsion, and I get the steak fingers and one and a half steak fingers in, I start to feel sick to my stomach and I'm like, this is gross. I can't believe I ate this. Yeah. I can't eat the rest of it. Yeah. Until the next time comes around. Until, when you crave like, it again. A couple years later, yeah. yeah. The, yes. the time comes around. The blood moon rises. That is absolutely accurate. I, yeah. in the same way. Anyway, not that anybody asks, but my favorite is the uh, turtle pecan cluster with chocolate soft serve. Oh, oh. It's so good. You get that, a little bit of like, That's highbrow. Yeah, oh. that's, that's, real that's like a, yeah. that's a classy order. <laughs> I'm a classy girl with my classy Dairy Queen <laughs> order. <laughs> and the last thing, when he drops her off, he makes a deal with her that he will always tell her the truth, which seems like a really low bar for someone you're interested in, but that seems and to work for her. She's so. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I like what I'm hearing. <laughs> tell me the truth. He doesn't actually say he'll always tell the truth. He says, I will always try to tell yeah, you the he, truth. Yeah, I noticed that he left himself a back door there. Manfred, <laughs> you're yeah. such a wannabe horn dog. <laughs> Con man. 
Chapter 26. Manfred brings Joe and Chewie a bottle of wine to thank them for the other night. Which is a classy move. Yeah. Yeah. He realizes, after a while though, it's weird that he hasn't questioned why people are midnight and how they make their living. I think the town's under a spell. Mm. Oh, that'd be interesting. Where nobody thinks about these questions, these things, and wonders about these things. Maybe maybe that's why these people are attracted to this place, because... You know, they, they feel or know at some level that this is a place where they won't be found. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this, and I was thinking about this, just like Fiji's shop, right? Like, should there, people come in there, and apparently she makes money doing that. But, like, how? Yeah. How? All I can think is she had the house left to her. Mm-hmm. But still. Yeah. You gotta eat, right? Very weird. You gotta pay the bills at home cooking. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but, yeah, Manfred is, like, I guess kind of trying to unravel the mystery, which is kind of dangerous for midnight from what we've understood yeah yeah people disappear like you were saying when they were like just bury the bodies in the usual place and three different people knew what that meant (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah the body spot (laughs) manfred goes into the pawn shop to tell bobo about his viewing of aubrey and bobo takes this surprisingly in stride i mean you know as much as one can take a message from their dead lover in stride but he mm. takes it you know he's like you're telling the truth right he's like yup he's like okay. well yeah again Manfred building up his credibility is like oh I would never lie to you about a vision <laughs> <laughs> leaving that back to her yeah. what the person hears is he would never lie to me what Manfred's saying is like in this very specific circumstance <laughs> yeah. Fiji and Creek go to Aubrey's funeral Fiji's just a busybody. That's just what she is. So I get yeah. it, but I don't really understand why Creek went. Like, she's kind of a friend. I'm curious how long this family has been in town because she calls the vampire uncle. Mm. So, like, how long have they been there? It's a good question. If they're yeah. that mysterious. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, yeah. I still think Creek killed Aubrey. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, why else would she go to this funeral, right? It's, it's implied that sort of she's just bored. Yeah. But It's, it's curious. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's funny that Fiji's going literally to spy for, for Bobo, and it's like, that's a totally normal thing to do. Yeah. Fiji's the worst. Yeah. They kind of have a verbal tiff about Manfred and Lemuel. Um, at one point, Fiji's like, I'm just tired of her company. It's like, I get that girl. Yeah. Uh, at the internment, though, these shitty um, MOL, what are they? Uh, the Liberty Boys? Yeah. yeah. The, the Liberty. Yeah, the, the shitty Liberty Boys show up, including Price Eggleston. Yeah, he's making some speech about taking vengeance on Bobo or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but Aubrey... Did they try to put one of their flags in the in the grave with yeah. the body? Yeah, yeah. Super gross. And yeah, the dad takes a swing at him. Oh, is it the dad or the brother? Aubrey's brother yeah. throws a chair after That's them, right. which knocks the pregnant girl off of her bike. <laughs> Shit. That's okay. right. Okay, 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 bro. Like I know, I know you're mad, and honestly, this was the right play, but that went just as bad as it possibly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, it, it is the 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 woman that we know. Yeah, that, yeah. Lisa Lisa Gray or whatever. Yeah. yeah, which confirms what Bobo read or believed that that she's you know not being all the way honest. Yeah. Uh, and Creek is very concerned after that whole thing that she was photographed. Yeah. Uh, seemed distressed about it because yeah. she's a tentacle and once she's photographed, exactly. it would be really obvious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and everybody <laughs> would see why is Fiji standing next to that tentacle <laughs> at the grave. Yeah. <laughs> Fiji was like, I was curious why she wanted, she suctioned herself to the top of my car. Kind of hard to drive. Felt like I was dragging, I don't know, like a hundred miles of tentacle or something like that. Gotta get the car checked. 
Um, Fiji does scoop up a Liberty Boys uh, souvenir on the way out. She yeah. dropped one of their flags to, mm-hmm. you know, as a, examine it to examine it for later. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Pick up an item, put it in her inventory. I know how these adventure games work. <laughs> she thinks that Price Eggleston planted Aubrey to get information about that cash from Bobo, but she fell in love with him and refused, so he killed her, or his minions did. Yeah. Um, and, they, and on the way home, uh, Fiji and, and Creek discuss the problem of Price Eggleston, and they seem to more or less agree that something needs to happen to him. And I have this feeling that being on the wrong side of Midnight is like being on the wrong side of Sookie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, so think about it. Like, so far he's got two dead men, two men who were beaten, and a, a, a burned down home base, right? Mm-hmm. Like, things aren't looking good for Price right now. Oh, <laughs> like, that's good something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Chapter 27, nothing really happens. Bobo visits Aubrey's grave and meets her mom. Yeah, uh, she was apparently actually secretly in contact with Aubrey the entire time yeah. and knew about uh, both her love for Bobo and the, the shady people she's been running with. And she seems to think, or at least seems to believe Bobo when he says he's innocent. Mm-hmm. And, he, and she seems to think that the Liberty Boys are responsible for Aubrey's death. So that's, that's kind of another arrow point in that direction. Yeah. Uh, chapter 28, Fiji has a chat with the Rev, and he says, we protect the people we love, and we love the people of this community. Yeah, this is this is interesting. To, Fiji's like, I'm here for confession, and by confession, I mean, I'm going, I'm thinking about going on a killing spree, and I need the Rev to, like, give me a thumbs up on this, right? <laughs> like, that's, that's what she's really, she's like, what should I do here? And the Rev is like, yes, you can kill them, but only if they come here. Right, yeah. He's, he's uh, I, I don't know, I'm down with his morality here. Like, he's like, yeah. yeah, you know, we think they're bad, but but it would be wrong to go kill them preemptively. So, you, yeah, But you can defend chance. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once they show up, it's go time. Right, yep. yeah. Then they go to the usual place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing for a priest to say, but whatever. The Rev is the Rev. He uh, is. Also, he says something about how Aubrey was flirting with everyone and that he thinks that might have been why she got killed. Literally everyone. Yeah, literally everyone, including the two married, the two men who are married to each other. Right, and the ref. Yeah. And the ref, yeah. That's weird. That's that's like she's on a mission or she's got some damage. Right? Yes. Yeah. Indeed. I don't know, maybe that's just the way some women communicate. Yeah, maybe. Mm, I don't know. Uh, chapter 29, Manfred pays Connor to clean up his yard. Which is part of his ongoing campaign to bang a high schooler. Just want to be really clear here. <laughs> He's thinking, recent I want to... Recent high schooler. Sorry. Yeah. A, a, a recently graduated high school student uh, by cozying up to her kid brother. He's, he's like, hey, if I get on Connor's good side, then, you know, I've got an in with Then, Creed. question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Then. Right. Uh, I also think it's worth noting that Connor, this 14-year-old boy thinks that uh, Manfred's interior design is fucking awesome. <laughs> he walks into the living room and he's like, this is the kind of place that I want to live. He's full of computers and stuff. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, so Manfred, take a look at your life, man. This is, this is You're living the 14-year-old boy's fantasy. And teacher just pops up out of nowhere and Manfred's like, what the fuck are you even like, doing around here? Yeah. To just kind of talk? Yeah. It was uh, weird. Small towns, man. I don't I know. Yes. Yeah, uh, so then he has the kid do manual uh, labor, including using a manual lawnmower. Like, that's fucked up, man. That's, yeah, that's messed up. Like, I bet he's not even paying this kid minimum wage, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this, nobody makes minimum wage at midnight. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, I mean, how many old people is he going to have to con out of their, you know, incomes? To, <laughs> <I> <laughs> know. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he'll, uh, he's going to gather up all the yard clippings and burn them. Burn them, yeah. Yeah. That's still a thing. Yeah. Burn them in a fire barrel. 
Sure. Uh, so yeah, throughout this time, Manfred is kind of pondering what's going on with this weird ass family. He's like, he does not, he does not know. Uh, Fiji mentioned that they might be in witness protection, but that's just speculation. Um, but he does success both exploit this child labor and get one step closer to boning that teenager. <laughs> His end game. Chapter 30. Arthur Smith visits Fiji to question her about Aubrey. They found a spell thing in her night table. Yeah, and Fiji points out that this is a trash spell, not not something a real witch would make. Yeah, this is uh-huh. embarrassing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I guess this is what they're trying to do because there's a fish hook and some hearts and clips, but th- this is stupid, honestly. <laughs> yeah. He knows that she considers herself a witch. Yes. That night, uh, the, the Liberty Boys ride into town and everybody hides but the Rev who is digging a grave and gives zero fucks. <laughs> I gotta be honest, when they were described, like, when I was reading this, I was like, these guys look like fucking idiots. Like, like, like can you, I, I can picture this, right? Like, they're going around their motorcycles like, oh, yeah, look at me, you know? It's like, these guys are, oh, man, they don't know, they don't know what they're, they're getting into. No, they don't. Uh, midnight calls, you know, the midnight folks call the police and get their weapons ready. Uh-huh. Um, but when the police show up, they all ride off. Not that the cops seems particularly interested in helping them, yeah, by the I way. No, it's supposed to be shitty. like a badass white supremacist gang or whatever. And like one cop shows up in a patrol car and they literally scatter in all directions. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the cop accuses, like, rather than helping them, accuses them of a whole bunch of stuff that they definitely did, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and then threatens to run over Fiji's cat. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah the- <laughs> It's kind of funny. She's like, well, okay, so look at it from our perspective. It sure looks like you killed those two people, and then you burned down that guy's house, and you totally messed with him. Uh, and so, you know, do, do you see that it looks like that? And they're like, I guess so. But she's right. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. absolutely right. It looks like the thing that actually happened, happened. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the officer leaves, the town gets together and they're all they're all in to help Bobo however they can, you know. Yeah. Uh, Fiji is really pushing hard on the hey Bobo, come stay at my house. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a guest bedroom. Yeah. It's, you know, the guest bedroom it's really cluttered though, so you know maybe you'll stay somewhere else. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she just wants him to spread over. What was it? What was it? Spread. He wanted to pull her over him like a comforter on a cold night yeah. or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like a warm blanket. I want to wear you like a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's like a that's a top tier Texas pickup line. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Mm. Chapter thirty one. Price Eggleston abducts Fiji. Mm-hmm. Just comes yep. in, grabs just, her. Drive yep. Off. Yeah. She doesn't make it easy, but he does manage to get her cuffed and duct taped and into his truck. I have to say, I'm not gonna lie. When this started, I was like, this guy is fucked. Mm-hmm. I'm spoiled by Sookie, right? Like I was thinking, <laughs> oh, I was yeah. like, when this guy came in, it was like, oh, Fiji's gonna like this. This is another guy who's going in the like the the corpse <laughs> pile or whatever, right? Yeah. He's he's going to the corpse spot, but no, no, Sookie has my perspective all off. Everybody mm-hmm. who's ever abducted Sookie has died quickly uh-huh. and usually in a very ugly way. And yeah. sometimes at Sookie's hand before they even finish abducting her, like she, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. So when Fiji was successfully abducted, I was I was thrown 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 a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Mr. Snuggly saves the day. Springs into action. I know. Yeah, it's it's funny. He like there's a moment where he's like, oh, "It's raining outside. I don't want to go outside." Right? We get Mr. Snuggly's perspective, which I appreciated. <laughs> it was so fun. But he yeah, does decide that he's going to go. The talking cat. He yeah. does talk. He talks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He is a cat who talks. He is definitely a cat. He thinks cat things and does cat things. 
but he talks. He definitely acts like a cat. Yeah, sure. I, I actually kind of love Mr. Stugley. Like the other, oh, he's the best one here. Yeah, he's he's so far my favorite character. Uh, <laughs> just the he, he was like, yeah, this is what happened. I'm gonna take a nap now, but when I wake up, someone be giving me some fish, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he he runs to the church and tells the rev, and. On a side note, the Rev calls him brother, and set, and it says he dislikes the rain almost as much as Mr. Snuggly does. He's oh, a werecat. He's got to be, right? He's a were-tiger. He's were- a were-tiger. He's a were-tiger. I think. Were-tiger. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he's a were-something. I, I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm very curious. He's got to be a were-something. Um, but yeah, the as a result, the Rev is the one who organizes the rescue effort. He points out that they shouldn't have done all those crimes that they did before. Yeah. But now is definitely a time when it's okay to do some crimes. <laughs> actually get into the philosophy of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't the right thing to do before, but now let's go do some violence. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, we know what you did to those people and we know you burned that place down and that's like that's making our lives harder. And they're like, but so you're saying we shouldn't do those things? He's like, no, now we do those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. Um and then they wait for Lemuel to show up and set out in the Rev station wagon. Uh, and on their way out, Lemuel asks if the Rev needs to change. Yep. But the Rev says, not right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Manfred's like, why would you need to change clothes? Uh-huh. Yeah. Manfred is going to take Mr. Snuggly, who's Fiji's familiar, right. and use their psychic powers to track her. Uh-huh. I mean, sure. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect plan. Yeah. I, <laughs> I gotta say, uh, I feel like the Liberty Boys might be fucked. Yeah. The Liberty Boys are so fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the ones that aren't already dead and buried somewhere. Right. Yeah. They're not. What's going to happen is there's going to be another fire and there's going to be no survivors. It's going to be really tragic. That's yeah. tragic. Loss. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a fire and all their blood just burned out of them. It's like water dissolving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the blood evaporated right out of them. It's weird. But, you know, it does happen, I've heard, specifically in situations around vampires. <laughs> happens a lot around midnight Texas. Just weather condition, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be finishing Midnight Crossroad with chapters 32 through 39. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you could give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night, night, Mr. Snuggly. Mr. Snuggly. <laughs> <laughs>